Hey guys. Woo. Welcome. Welcome back. I didn't forget to unmute the mic this week. Oh, we're live. We're on. We're on. Everyone can hear us. Yes, 100%. And we are <laughs> on live with, uh, actually, we're probably not live. I'm going to change that right now. <laughs> Going to apologize. We're, we're still working out the kinks here. Now we're live on Facebook, and we just want to uh, bless you guys who are out there in digital space, whether it's over the radio waves and analog and also on live streaming. Thank you guys for joining us for tonight's episode one. I'm so excited. You guys are listening to Can I Get a Witness? I'm Christina Amos. This is my husband, Jesse Amos. We're with Ignite Ministry Global, and we are so excited to be bringing this podcast and radio show to you guys live from the studio. And I'm really super excited about episode one, episode one tonight. Come on. Do good people go to hell? I know, right? It's a little, it's a little, a little touchy, a little edgy, but that's what this is all about. Like we wanted, God really wanted to, to move in this direction of topics where we could talk about things that maybe things that don't usually get talked about. So we are here to talk about those things. So guys, make sure that you are here and you are live and make sure you go on and share on your Facebook and social media, share, share, share. Make sure you comment. Um, every single week, we're going to take uh, prayer requests from the week before, uh, maybe questions that you guys might have. We're going to answer those live on the radio and also on the podcast. So make sure that you are tuning in and you're sharing and you're liking and subscribing. We want you guys to be a part of this journey with us. So last week, we just kind of introduced you guys who we are, because a lot of you guys probably have no clue who we are. And um, we started this ministry about three years ago, and we want to bring unity with the churches. We want to provide opportunity for there to uh, be unity between us, to build God's kingdom. And um, that's really what we've been doing. We've just been kind of paving the ground of unity for the last three years. And so this is really just like the next step for us. And um, like I said, we want to talk about some of the things that maybe we don't always get to talk about, grinding small together, um, you know, building each other up, edifying, you know, but we're not here to preach. We're not Maybe you might learn something, maybe not, but we're really just wanting to provoke questions to everyone to seek answers for themselves and to join in a conversation that we should really be having. You know, it's really funny uh, you said that um, because I really feel like we have an episode coming up. What is the church? And, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of ties in with some of those subjects that we have um, talked about and what we're going to, we're going to eventually come into the studio to record. And one of those things about that, you're saying, look guys, we are not God. God is the one who is supposed to be teaching us, supposed to be leading us. The Holy spirit is the one who is going to lead us and guide us in all truth. And that's the important thing 
um, for everyone out there, no matter how many times a pastor says something, you should go and study the word like a Berean and yeah. know that it is true, not by somebody saying it, but by the Holy Spirit speaking it. And you should have two to three good counselors in your life, people who, who know the word and are trusted amongst the community as believers to come into their their like, hey, look, I got a question about this. I'm thinking this is saying this and let them explain it, not let them dictate what you think, but let them explain it so that they can win you to what God is saying, because the word of God is established by two or more witnesses. That's why the Bible is so complex. It's got so many people who wrote something in there that echoes another story that you may have once heard. And you're like, oh, wow, I know what he's talking about there. And oh, Oh, okay. And there's some there's some books that were left out because there wasn't an echoing. That doesn't mean to say that some of those books may not or may not be correct or there might be historical evidence or things like that. But the important thing is is that when we get in tune with the Holy Spirit and we have Holy Spirit filled people around us, that's when you're going to let God move in your life and change you because yeah. ultimately we want to be changed. For sure. And I love that you're talking about multiple counselors is what you're talking about, which is really amazing because, you know, when you have just one person that you're speaking with all the time, you know, that person is fallible also, you know, and they're still growing in their faith and God's still taking them from glory to glory to glory. And I know that there's been probably many frustrating times for you where you've like explained something to me and you're like, why is she not getting it? And then like a year later, someone else (laughs) explains it to me. And I'm like, babe, you won't believe this, man. Like God, God used this person and they spoke this to me. And like, I totally like got this. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, that's great, babe. I'm so glad. I'm happy for you. And inside you're really like, I told you this a year ago. No, but it's, (laughs) you know, it's just one of those things. So, but like, can I get an amen? Can I get a witness? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But it's just one of those things where like, because, you know, I can get counsel from you and I can get counsel from other pastors and friends and people like that. Like sometimes someone else can just say something and you just kind of get it when someone else may have been saying it to you all along and you just don't. So you just it's so important to have multiple people in your life that you can talk to and that you can get that counsel from and that can help lead you. Uh, I just want to remind you guys out there, WAPN is an amazing radio station. Christian 5013C, we're, we're supporting them. We're, we're excited about our show here. And if you want to support WAPN and us, go on there and find that live video on Facebook. Like, comment, and share. And we're actually going to be leading into a segment from last week. We want to kind of do a recap and a question and answer. So if you get on there and over the course of the week, you, you want to put your questions and answers, there are things that you want to have answers for that yeah. we talked about that maybe we didn't discuss in detail. Maybe you're questioning what we said, like, hey, is this really the case? And you have some some kind of thing to bring in. Those likes, comments, and shares, I'm telling you, for WAPN, because we're going live on their station. Yeah. Okay, it makes a big difference for us. I'm telling you, those things are free and they support 
your local church, whether or not you're part of the, the church there by doing those things. I'm, I'm a big, uh, you know, digital media guy. So I, I want to no. encourage, <laughs> uh, I want to encourage people, uh, you know, out there, like use those platforms to pre- preach the gospel. This is the opportunity. We're on the radio right now. We could be at a, we, we could be building our own church and our own kingdom, but we're not doing that. We want to unite the body of Christ. We want to lift people up. We are ignite ministry global and that is what we do. And we want to stay true to what God told us to do. And you should do the same with whatever God tells you to do. Amen. I love that. That is our heart for sure. Well, you know, one of the things that we really want to do every single week is we want to be able to pray. Um, we believe that prayer is, it works, it's powerful, and we want to make sure that we're lifting people up. And so um, today is also Memorial Day, which I don't know if anyone out there got to maybe barbecue and spend some time with family. We got to go to the beach today with a bunch of awesome youth kids Amen. from South Daytona Christian Church. It was Church good. My, our with, daughter got to be a part of that, and we we totally might have dropped in. Yeah, we crashed the party. We crashed. The That's party. what we do. But um, Pastor Trevor Fricky and his wife Tori are amazing there at South Daytona, and they really invest in those kids. And so, but Memorial Day really is remembering those who have fought and given their life for our country and for our freedoms. And so, um, I think it's important for us to take that moment. And so, in a minute, I'm hoping that we can pray for that. And we also have a dear friend, his name is Eric, whose father got into a motorcycle accident a few days ago. Go ahead. This is a segment. um, Yeah. And, and he got pretty badly hurt. He is, um, he is awake. He's awake and he's, you know, able to speak, but he's in pretty rough shape. He's still in ICU at the hospital. So, um, I figured we could just take this moment then we can go ahead and pray for them. Do you want to pray for our fallen soldiers? Sure. Let's do it. Father, I thank you, God, for, uh, Today was not meant for just an enjoyment day, a day of relaxing, but because we get to relax, because we get to enjoy this day, God, that you have made, uh, it's because of those people who have gave their life. And so, God, we give memorial to them, Lord God, in memory to say, thank you, God, that you've sent these men to, to, to be men of strength and of war, to keep us at liberty, Lord God. So God, we thank you, Lord, for them. We pray, God, on their family that today you give them peace, that you, you, you give them rest, you give them a, a, a moment of, of joy, even in the, the, the sadness of losing a, a loved one. God, we love you. We thank you, God, that you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, God, that you do all things on purpose. And even if we, mess it up, God. Even if we, we, we try to wreck the train, God, you said that you'll even heal or, or bring back what the canker worm ate up, God, that you're going to restore it. And God, that even if we try to mess it up, God, you're going to work all things to our good, God, you, if Lord. we do the things you call us to do and that we change our hearts. So God, we, we pray as, as, as a memorial, God, of the people who gave their life, also a memorial of your son who gave his life yes. for us, God. Thank Without you. him, God, none of us would have anything that none of us were worthy of anything, and yet you deemed us worthy for it all. 
And we thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And we lift up Eric's dad to you, Lord. We just ask that you come over him now, Lord. Give him peace in this moment, God. Give him strength to fight, God. And I pray, Lord, that you just place your hands on him, that you heal his body, God, from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, God. That you touch every single ligament, every single vertebrae in his spine, God, every lung, God, every kidney, every part of his body that has been hurt, broken ribs, God. We just pray that the bones will go back into alignment right now in Jesus' name. And we thank you, God, that you are with them in the mix of this. And I just ask, Lord, that you use this, Lord. You use us as an opportunity to draw them into you, to who you are, God, that they'll trust in you and who you are and that they will come closer to you, God. And I thank you so much that you are ready and willing and so faithful to do this. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Man, I could just do that all night. Well, this is the place to do it. Come on. This is a radio station that really supports prayer. Every day there is a set set hour of prayer on the radio. You can call in from 12 to 1 and you can get prayer here at WAPN. So pretty amazing to be a part of. Uh, We do want to remind you that you are listening to and I get and uh, we're excited to be here with you and to uh, get to learn and grow as our gifts and callings can I get a witness is an opportunity for those who uh, are the church and those who are maybe seeking what is the church really about? Uh, we want to grow with you. And that leads us into today's topic. Yeah, because you know that's what everyone really wants to know right here. This is this is it. This is what this is what the people are here for. Yeah. So um, without further ado, you want to tell them what we're what, what we're talking about today. Okay, so today we're talking about do good people go to hell? So I've had so many people approach me. Lots of people. And they say So wait a minute. She just like she just kinda like <laughs> I just she, jumped she, in. She, no no. She just like the title is Do Good People Go to Hell. Yeah. Okay, let's just wait there for a minute. Because that's the that's <laughs> the that's it. the clickbait. Let's sit on it. That's the clickbait. Okay. <laughs> let's be real. That's clickbait right there. So um uh, when you when you hear that, does that ruffle your feathers a little bit? I mean, I know when I was first getting saved, you know, I was like, I'm a good person. I I thought I was a good person. What led me to coming to this place of knowing I wasn't a good person was when I was getting arrested every year. Yeah. And I was in the back of a cop car after being beat up by the police. And I went, there is something wrong with my life. Right? There's something wrong. So you have to come to a crossroad in your life usually before you come into uh, a relationship with Jesus because that relationship you're looking for, you know, that, that is, that, that is the key to a, 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 a progression of faith, of walking in the spirit. You have to come to those places of pivot points where you say, okay, 
something needs to change, right? So I can't just continue the way I've been going. Right. But I think the the biggest question, though, from people really is not those that they've seen struggle so much or get into trouble, but it's the people that are, um, you know, they're feeding the homeless and they're, you know, giving to organizations that support, you know, uh, children around the world and adoption and all kinds of things like that. Like these are the type of people that, you know, people are really questioning this about, like how can someone be so good morally? Because if you think about what, what is even the definition of good? I mean, the definition of good is morally excellent, right? Or righteous or virtuous. So in order for something to be morally excellent, there's got to be some kind of moral code, right? And who writes the code? Who says what is morally right and what is morally wrong? Like I think about our kids, even when like Abby was a year old, okay? And she had something that she knew she wasn't supposed to, like, or maybe, um, you know, like Michelle, my little sister, she used to do this all the time. When she was a little bitty, she would get something and you'd say, Michelle, what do you have? And she'd hide it, right? <laughs> Not because we had ever told her that, you know, that was wrong, but she just like had this internal moral conviction that like she was doing something she wasn't supposed to do, right? right. So where does right. that moral conviction come from? Right. Because if we're talking about good, it's got to be compared to some kind of standard. If there's a good and there's a bad, there's got to be a right and a wrong. And who writes the code for that? Oh, so that's that's the problem that most people who don't believe in Christ have to deal with. They have to come to this place. Um, A lot of people um, now today in this day and age don't believe in an absolute. Uh, somebody was expressing that to us recently, right? And, and they were saying, you know, that there is no absolute. In fact, I have many people tell me there is no absolute. And I, I kind of hear what he was saying, but I've never challenged somebody to saying, hey, give me this. Give me this, that if there's a truth out there, there has to be a truth. Right. There ha- there, there's a right. There's a wrong. Right. There's not there's no way to 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 squander that evidence that there is something right or wrong about this. Mm-hmm. And 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 if there's an absolute truth, mm-hmm. then there's absolutely a way we came to be created. Absolutely. Like there's no <laughs> there's no like, oh well maybe it was this, it maybe no, there's an absolute. Right. Now granted, I may be wrong, you may be wrong. And I say that to people and they're like, okay, so now we've, we've come to this common ground. Now we've come to this place where we can actually have a conversation. And when I explain what God said, mm-hmm. it, you know, a lot of times if you can get somebody to at least agree in a common place, then you can explain the position of what God said. And they're humbled a little bit enough to hear what it is that God's standard is. Now, once they hear the standard, the problem is, God holds us to the standard. Right. I mean, what did what did what did Paul say, right? Paul said, I would have never known covetedness if it wasn't for the law. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So so if we don't have the word of God to show us where our error is mm-hmm. first, or I I wouldn't have faith unless I had a preacher mm-hmm. 
then there's no way for us to come to that faith. So, so what is that standard? Chrissy, what's the standard? Well, the Word of God shows us the standard. Okay. Jesus is the way, the truth, the life, right? We know that through our personal relationship that we've come to know through Him. And what's really interesting is this past week, I'm like looking, okay, well, what about what about other religions, right? Because each one of them has a word mm-hmm. that they study, and each one of ha- them have their own moral standard, yeah. right? That's within them. And as I started like reading about some of these other religions and stuff, which I won't name them all, but message me if you'd like to know. <laughs> a lot of them, a lot of them, believe it or not, in their faith, recognized who Jesus was. Did you know that? Like, they recognized that Jesus was a few things. They all agreed on the same things. They agreed that Jesus was born of a virgin, okay, that he was a healer, that he was to be reverenced, like he was of good moral character, and he was to be honored. Like, they didn't speak poorly about who Jesus was. Matter of fact, they just gave weight to who Jesus was. Even in these other religions, they still gave weight to who Jesus was. All so I mean, even even though the the world and the enemy tries to like twist things to to confuse us, it all still points to Jesus. Each and every one of each and everything will point to Jesus. And he's the one who gives us the moral code. He's the one who writes it in our heart. He's the one who gives us the word to give us that standard for us to walk by. And it's through him that we have life. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I know it just makes you excited, right? <laughs> makes me excited. It does. And and so what standard sends you to hell? Cuz we're here to talk about do good people. Right. Go to hell. That's what this podcast is about today. And the question is what makes somebody go to hell and what makes somebody go to heaven? Right. And a lot of people will ask me, well how can God send good people to hell? If he's such a good God, how can he send good people to hell? And that's a heavy question too, you know, and that ties right right along with what we're talking about. And the really quick answer to that is, is God doesn't send anyone to hell. He doesn't send anyone. <laughs> Woo, well, we make the choice. In today's society, when you've rejected God, you made the choice. Right. But. Our choice. But I would say that God made a place for called hell Mm -hmm. and it is a waiting place for a lake of fire where god will destroy everything up including satan and the fallen angels right and so this is who it was created for it was created for them yes it was and i you know there's a group of ministers that uh just came out of the movie called come out in jesus name and they talk about sending them to the abyss and I always, I always wonder. I'm like, what, what is the abyss? What, what are they saying? And, I, and I think uh, it could be a place on Earth, but you know, the the Dante's Inferno fallacy is that the devil is in hell, and he's got a pitchfork and horns, <laughs> and he rules hell. Yeah, which is not true. It, in fact, I don't believe that at any point. The, that the devil or the fallen angels yet have been to hell. 
I don't believe that. You know, uh, there's also an, there's a doctrine about the keys of uh, of hell, right? <laughs> I don't believe that at any point Jesus ever lost the keys to hell. Did he have to have to get them back either? You know, he always had the keys. What he did was he came to bridge a gap between this reality, this, you know, finite existence that he created for the fallen angels and for man to be in his image and likeness. He created hell as a place of separation. He's, he's trying to find out who wants to be in a relationship and love him, just like we are looking for that perfect soulmate to spend our life with, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, he wants that relationship with us. And, you know, we have to eventually come to the point where we realize that we aren't good. None of us are really truly good. Not without Jesus. He's what... <laughs> He Way to bring it what, back to yeah, what we were trying to I talk did, about. I did. I so, did. Totally write questions if you have questions, questions for Jesse yeah. on yeah. Uh, the keys. Yeah, or Dante's sure. Inferno. Yes, or, please do. Not that I'm an I'm expert, talk about that but, more. but 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 I think you're you're back on track. Yeah. I mean, do good people. So what is the standard that gets us there? Well, if the, if if the hell was made for the fallen angels, why do I go there? Right. Why, Chrissy? Do, why do I? Why do we go to hell? Yeah, why would I ever go to why why is it why is it that God didn't just make everybody go to heaven immediately? Well, because he wanted us to make the choice. You know, he's not going to force us to have a relationship with him. That's no relationship at all. You can't force someone to love you. You can't force someone <laughs> to follow you. You can't force someone to do these things because then it doesn't it's not real. It doesn't even really exist. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What choice was he giving us? First off, because we we were born into the earth, mm-hmm. we had no we had no clue what right or wrong is, or why why did all these things come to be? Oh no, he taught us right and wrong from the very get go when Adam and Eve was in the garden, because he told them all these things that were right and that they were supposed to do, and then he said, "Don't eat from that tree over there with that nice yummy fruit that looks so good. Don't eat from that because that would be wrong, right?" So right there at the very beginning, okay, God established something that was wrong for them to do. And I think they, we're assuming all listeners have a clue on what you're talking about. You know, all listeners might not have known that story. And now you just brought it into their, their life, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, like now they're like, Adam and Eve, who's that? You know, maybe they just crossed by this radio station and they're like, oh man, what are these crazy people on the radio talking about? <laughs> Probably. And then they heard the word hell and they're like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah. So, so the standard was Jesus. Yeah. The standard was perfection. Mm-hmm. And nothing unholy could glory in God's presence. So when sin, as you said, Adam and Eve in the garden. And they made that choice. And they made that choice to destroy. He said, you shall surely die. They were eternal beings meant to live here forever, by the way. I believe that. I believe that God wanted them to walk in the cool of the day for the rest of their lives. And they would have if they hadn't chosen to do what God said not to do. Yeah. And so that comes up to a point of who is God and what is he like and why are we like him? He said he made us in his image and likeness. Why are 
Are we judgmental? <laughs> do we have judgment? Do we judge what's right and wrong? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We do. That, I'm pretty sure that's a main topic mm-hmm. with a lot of people. What yeah. is right and wrong? Like right now, you know, there's some things out there <laughs> that people are questioning. Like, you know, oh, I wanted, I want to be okay with everything. Well, you can't be okay with everything because once you let everything go. Then there's no standard. Yeah. But it even says in the word, though, that in this time, you know, the the enemy was going to make right what's wrong look good and what's good look look wrong. You know what I mean? He was going to he was going to pervert that, you know, and that's what we're seeing today in this time is the enemy trying to pervert what is good to be bad and what is bad to be good. But it's our relationship with Jesus. It all goes back to Jesus and who he is and that he wants this loving relationship with us because I believe Adam and Eve, who were the very first beings who worked, walked the earth beautifully correct um created by god i don't believe that they felt um you know discouragement before they ate the fruit i don't believe they felt sadness before they ate the fruit i think all of that came after they disobeyed god and so now we have these this turmoil in our life now that sin has entered where we do face depression and we face anxiety and we face fear and all these things that the enemy is putting out there that wants to hold us down and keep us in this this dark place but it all comes back to jesus and who he is because he wants to lift all of that stuff off of us just through our relationship with him he wants to take away our pain and our fear and our depression and our anxieties and he wants to walk with us in the cool of the day right like we were meant to and when we allow him to come into our life and take those things away and we say lord we just we want to have a friendship with you like we we want you to be our father like we want you to take these things away from us you know and we accept Jesus and the sacrifice that he made for us when he died on the cross that we're now covered by his blood and now now what what was crazy and wrong and turmoil in our life has now been made good woo now you preaching and that brings me to the next segment and to remind you that you're listening to and I get So I just want to encourage you guys. We're at we're here at WAPN every Monday night at 8 p.m. for 45 minutes on Can I Get a Witness? And tonight's topic is Do Good People Go to Hell? And we have been just talking about how to go to heaven. We accept the Lord Jesus Christ. We accept his sacrifice. Yeah. The only way to heaven and not to hell is through the blood of Jesus. Absolutely. And we were talking about absolute truths. Yeah. And there is absolutely no doubt in my mind that Jesus is who he said he is. And if you listen to the Holy Spirit and you ask God, because that's what I did at one point in my life, I said, God, if you're real, if you are who you say you are and you're Jesus, prove to me that Jesus is who he says he was. Yeah. And when he came in 
and the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and God started to move in my life, there was no way I could deny anymore that Jesus was who he was. Yeah, amen. And when you realize that you can do all the good in the, the, the world, there is no good you can do to, to justify your self-worth or your righteousness and in, in, in good in the world that will make it so that you can go to heaven without a sacrifice because every one of us have failed. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. Yeah. It, 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 it's a tough road right now. Yeah, it is. It's a tough it road. Is. Uh, I, I feel bad for a lot of our kids and uh, th- just this world has gone, even in the short time I've been alive, I have seen a progression very quickly of what the state of the world is. I, I think even even those who don't know God see it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. It, it's becoming a, a real easy thing to see good and evil. Mm-hmm. When people are trying to do things that no one in their right mind 25 years ago would have thought, they would think is an okay deal. Like they would be hiding in the, you know, if the police came by, they would have been arrested. No, no questions asked. Now they're trying to say, this is fine. I should be able to do that. And, and I, I know you said the good, that those things that are good, Mm -hmm. those things that they're calling those things that are good, evil, and Mm -hmm. those things that are evil, good. Yeah. And, there's some some fine lines. We can't get too political on this this station, so we won't talk about some of the politics that are happening right now. But you should be engaged, and you should be talking about it with people, especially your kids, on viewpoints and things that are biblically evident, what is right and wrong. But that isn't the topic tonight. The topic is, do good people go to hell? And there is no good that you can do. To get you there. So yes, tons of so-called good people that are written about in books all over, unfortunately, never went to heaven. And that is a sad sight because there are many people who may have gone to hell, not even getting a chance to say yes to Jesus because they never heard the message of the gospel. There is only one way that man can be saved and that is through Jesus Christ. Yeah. And when you hear that, when you hear the, the word of God on that, like God so loved you Mm -hmm. that he gave his life for you, Mm -hmm. that anybody that accepts that, shall be saved. And I'm telling you, when you hear that for the first time, I, I don't know if I even gave it a time of day at all. I was almost atheist when I became Christian. And I I, I would just say, when, when you listen for the voice of God to speak, when you ask for him to respond on a on a certain subject and you're humble enough to to really seek after it you're going to find out what the truth is yeah. and and unfortunately when confronted with the truth what does it cause us to have to do 
Well, we have to humble ourselves. Yeah, but sometimes we have to be humbled before we can even hear it. And then once once we, we get challenged with a new thought or a new new way of thinking, like tonight, some of you might have said, well, I'm a good person. I heard you talking about do good people go to hell. Maybe you're just listening for the first time. You're, you're, you're a friend or somebody we work with, and you're like, are they telling me I'm going to hell? Well, if the Holy Spirit is confirming in you that you need to do something, here's the, 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 here's what you do. You say, God, I need your forgiveness. God, I want to trust you and your sacrifice because I want to be washed clean. And every recognizable sin in your life that you know, and the, the Bible says to know to do good and not to do it to him it is sin. So once you've read the Word of God and you start to read it, God's going to reveal to you, oh, I didn't line up with this. I didn't line up with this. I didn't line up with this. I remember the first time ever doing a sinventory. Oh, boy. Come on. Anybody ever done one of those? (laughs) We should do one again. Oh, man. I remember. I mean, literally, I am... I grew up Catholic, had no real, I was in the bad class, Sister Nora. I didn't know anything about Jesus, okay? I literally don't even know how I went to church for so many years and didn't even know the story of Jesus. Like, I know it was because I was blind because the Spirit of God hadn't entered me because he says, only those who are drawn by the Father can come to him. So we need to be drawn in. That's why it's so important. We pray for people. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. we pray God to draw our family and relatives. So you're praying right now, what is right and wrong. And when God presents you something that is wrong with your life, that inventory started to point it out. And I didn't even know if it was right or wrong. Like, like it didn't say this is the right answer. This is the wrong answer. It just asked a question like, have you ever had sex before marriage? Oh, <laughs> you know, I, and I, I, I don't want to go through all the ones that I'm going to say I'm guilty on, but it went boom, boom. And I'm like, man, check. I'm the worst person ever. I am terrible. Oh my goodness. I have done everything on this lit. I am so bad. And I remember going, what is it that like, I didn't even know the word of God at all. Yeah. What is telling me that it's right or wrong? I know now it was the Holy Spirit quickening in me what is right, what is wrong. And I was realizing I was a wretched man that I am. Yeah. But what's amazing is, though, is it doesn't just expose those things in our life, though. It it doesn't just show us what is wrong, but it gives us the answer. And, you know, it, we can... Because Jesus did what he did, that the veil was torn, and we now have a way to fellowship with the Father. We have a way to speak to him and to hear his voice now, you know. And so when we do see these things, yeah, God, the Holy Spirit is going to convict us of things that and errors of our life. And we will have moments where, like you're saying, like, oh, man, I am not very good, you know. But the, the beautiful side of it is, is... Yeah, you know what? We're not, but God makes us that way through Jesus. He makes us beautiful. He washes us clean. If we would just walk with him and allow him to come over and to do those things, you know, 
to w- with us. I think really. that, I think this is where the plan la- the plane lands right now. Yeah. What is the answer? And it was once I had repented and said, God, this is wrong. I don't need this in my life anymore. I, I surrender to your will. He said, I have washed you clean. Yeah. I have made you white as snow. Yep. That there is not one thing that is holding me back now from the kingdom of heaven. What I, where I wasn't good. Now God sees me as good because he doesn't see me. He sees his son. He sees Jesus on the cross bleeding out and saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Yeah. And that's what makes us good. Come on. That's what makes... And, you know, it doesn't also, like, I think sometimes people think it has to be like this big moment like that. Like you're saying, like, um, you know, God, please forgive me, but... Also, it could be like the other moment, like a moment you had at the very beginning where you tested him. You (laughs) said, okay, God, if you are who you say you are, show up, you know, or with me. But I was humble enough to say... I'm, I'm seeking. You have to be willing and yeah. you have to be seeking, yeah. you know, or, or for me, part of for me, I grew up within the church with a knowledge of who Jesus was. But just because I had a knowledge of who he was doesn't mean that I was walking with him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I had made a commitment to serve Jesus because I was lost. Even though I knew, had a knowledge of who he was, I was still lost in the world, you know, and it took a moment that I was in like physical pain like I was going through something pretty serious and I said God if you will show up Jesus if you are who you are then come to me in this moment and you know what he showed up for both of us he showed up for you he showed up for me and that's what he does because he's a show up God and we can question him it doesn't always have to be you know so perfect formed prayer it can be well god if you really are who you say you are or you know what i mean or you said that you would do this you know we can come to him that way just like we would come to a parent like hey i need you right now you know or our best friend like i need you if you're really my friend you'll be for me be with me in this moment you know i need you and we can come to him just like that too it doesn't have to be a pretty packaged prayer it can it just needs to be wholehearted from our heart and our soul in a moment of of humility for him and he'll come and he'll he'll for, literally forget those things it says he tosses them from east to the west he forgets them that he, they, he they has, don't even exist anymore amen not to him to other people it might and unfortunately our sin does reap destruction in our life and yeah. so even though we can in a moment be forgiven of things we did wrong that is not an excuse for our sin and when we do sin we will reap destruction in our life it says right. sin is pleasurable for a season but yeah. then we we reap destruction and sometimes when you do something wrong like uh somebody out of rage commits murder they're they're going to prison right you know they may get the death penalty and and even on death row, you have that opportunity of repentance Absolutely. and you can go to heaven, but you still have to pay the, the consequences of the sin. So do people go to hell who are good? Yes. I would say it's a big yes. And here, or what we say is good because a book may say this is a what good person. What the world says is good. Yeah. What the world says is good. And they can, they can even say that they did all these things. Cause remember in Matthew seven, you know, Jesus was saying, he said, woe those who come to me. They go, 
you know, they come to me, right? And they say, I, I did all these th- these things, right? I, I went and I cast out demons. He said, depart from me for I never knew you. The most important thing is about the beginning of what we said, and that is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We need the Holy Spirit. So we, we, we kind of went a little long here. So we wanted to talk about a couple things. We want to plug Future City Music Festival coming up in December. December 16th, we're going to have a Eustace um it's a if you don't remember the one we did in Port Orange, it's been amazing. Uh the Tim Spencer, the crew, they had a amazing uh night this Saturday at One Fire in Eustace. If you ever go out there on a Friday night, One Fire is on fire. Yeah, it is. And they did it on Saturday and it was a Future City showcase. Um wanna just plug that and was there something else that I missed? Just make sure, guys, that you guys share, 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 comment on social media, WAPN's Facebook, Ignite Ministry Global's Facebook. Make sure you tune in every single Monday night, 8 p.m. right here on the radio on WAPN. Next week, we have a really awesome topic, episode so two, what is the church? Come on. Really, really excited about that, guys. Our time is up. We love you guys so much. Make sure you are commenting um, and sending us your prayer requests and uh, any questions you have from this podcast this week. We will gladly discuss them next week on Monday. Well, guys, that concludes Can I Get a Witness? We're Jesse and Chrissy from Ignite Ministry Global. We're blessed to be here with WAPN. Join us every Monday. See you then.